Yo. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Sweet. Nice to see you. It's been a long week, man. It's I know. been a super long we week. We usually have time to like chat it up like during uh-huh. the week and we just like Yeah, been I'm busy, been man. My kids my kids have been sick this week too, so it's put extra yeah. uh, extra food on my plate, so to say. All right. But interesting week, man. I so I see that you've been doing a lot of Lost Ark this week. Yeah. A lot of Lost Ark this and, week. And what are you thinking, man? Well, you know, we can get to that at the end, but let's focus on <laughs> task at hand here. So I'm Lord Fluffy. Joined the with P Child. The P Child. Uh, I see you have a, a background there. Yeah. Uh, what does this what say? Oh, so we had a task of making our review of what we thought about Diablo Immortal this last week, and he didn't make one, so I just went ahead and threw it up for him. 10 out of 10, he oh, says. T- 10 out of 10. With the quote, you're goddamn right I have a phone. <laughs> um yeah you're you're right man i didn't get a get a chance to uh to play it i only had one little window to do it and sure sure i chose to hang out with my family instead so uh, there's so many people have already reviewed it i'm like i'm already late anyway so i'll get one out eventually but too little too late at this point already um but yeah interesting so we did take some poll results from last week you want to you want uh, to share those? Yeah, this one was actually everybody? from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Which we never talked about. We were supposed to talk about last week. <laughs> we forgot. We did totally forget. So last week, we or two weeks ago, we talked about if they were going to do a Diablo 2 remaster. Mm-hmm. Should they strictly port it, just update the graphics, or should they overhaul it with improvements? And it's pretty split down the middle. 58-42. Yep. Strict port being the winner. With overhaul being second, what what? How would you vote on this? I would want the improvements personally. Um, I think you, you you can't really change story elements, in my opinion, no. on a on a remake. I don't think of a they game. would need to. No story elements have to be identical, exact. But gameplay mechanics and up and improvements are okay. It's a very slippery slope, though. Right. Very very slippery slope. You know what's the what's the line between making it better and then taking. Uh, too much liberty so i don't know uh, i would vote for improvements though personally yeah so i kind of agree yeah i'm kind of on the same boat i don't know that you know if i want to just do like mephisto runs you know like if i want to like go to yeah. this level three and then go down there and like that's my end game like i don't that doesn't sound fun to me so i would want them to have some kind of i'm not saying the exact greater rift system and rift system from diablo but some kind of randomly totally randomly selected you know maps and stuff like that so that's what yep. i would really hope for but we wanted to make game. sure to get those results yeah. out in case you guys were curious of the right. results of right, that right. poll uh even though we kind of know it's not happening now right so <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago we were hopeful for, but uh, blizz if yeah, you're yeah. working on a diablo yeah. 2 remaster there's some info for you check sure, it sure, out sure. Um, um today also marks a very momentous occasion um hmm? Diablo Immortals cinematic trailer has 24.3 upvotes, 1,000. Uh, my BlizzCon review thoughts video has 24,681. So I beat the Diablo Immortals cinematic trailer on likes. <laughs> we did it, boys. That is insane. Um, <laughs> 848,000 dislikes. That whole thing about youtube or blizzard I, blizzard couldn't do it they'd have to have somebody in youtube helping them out remove the downvotes 
is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I was, in, I was really interested in that, and I want, I kind of want your opinion on how you feel about it because I think if somebody at Blizzard has the power to get a hold of somebody at YouTube, or they're working together or whatever it is, and manipulate the numbers game, I think it's. Oh man, it feels dirty to me. Even though, even though people are emotionally downvoting the video, and I get it, yeah, it's still legitimate downvotes. That's the way people feel, and I feel like they're manipulating. It could be like way more sophisticated things. than you imagine, though. Just coming from my strict yeah. software engineering perspective, like they could have algorithms in place that can tell like whether or not someone's like from the same IP is like just making yeah. new accounts, or, or they're botting it. And yeah, stuff. yeah, botting I it. get it. That's a shitload of bot accounts, though. We're talking like hundreds of thousands of downvotes. We're talking about a very passionate group of people as well, though. So, yeah, who knows? it'd be interesting, man. I wish there was some transparency on what was going on there, because I personally followed that more than almost anything, because that to me like that, that's even bigger than the scope of just Blizzard and Diablo Immortal. That's YouTube sent, like feeding us what we want to think we should see or what the corporations want us to see right not what people are actually seeing and I, and I think that that's pretty pretty big um I, I've never heard of that happening before so it's kind of crazy it is kind of crazy it is definitely that uh, but let's crazy. just jump into so well, last week we didn't talk about our thoughts on Diablo Mortal we, we okay. kind of want to just like get it out there in video form and then kind of discuss like what our disagreements were and that stuff um, mm -hmm. so just Walk me through what what did you think? Um so I'm gonna step back a little bit to okay. the announcement. Sure, sure, sure. And the announcement, man, I, I've watched this like video since our last podcast a couple times. I have the video footage of of me recording myself. I'm on my phone, I'm holding it out, I'm recording my face. Sure. And you have some footage of that too. And Wyatt comes out on stage and he starts talking about Diablo and we're so excited, man. We're like, woo! And, and like, we're all happy. And the second they said mobile phone, I it the energy sucked out of that room. Like, my face, I laughed, actually, because I was like, I, I knew instantly. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I started laughing yeah, I saw because I'm like, it, it was kind of like a culmination of weeks of me saying they better not give us a mobile game. And then they gave us a mobile game. So I, I laughed, but it wasn't a for real funny laugh. It was like, oh, my God, laugh. Dusky knew instantly. He kind of tapped me yep. on the shoulder like, what the what the yep. F? Like, Fuck him your game, face boy. looked like you just found out your grandma died. Yeah. So, I mean, um, so going back. So that's kind of the setup, man. So I was already disappointed in the announcement before I played the game. And then we went to the line and we stood in line and then we got our hands on the game. Um, and it was very hard to objectively play the game because I was disappointed in it. Yeah. Um, but I did play the game. I think it felt like a more polished version of Diablo 3 at, at initial feel. Um, I think it felt very good for a mobile game. But it's a mobile game. So it's not a PC game. Um, it, it felt like a, a mobile game. Right. Yeah. I mean, what, how'd you feel about the skills themselves and stuff like that? How, what, what? They were, I wanted them in D3 instantly. Right. Like I thought some of them were really cool. Um, the example, like the monk can jump off of walls and kick stuff. Yeah. Um, 
And, and a lot of the abilities are, looked cooler than the ones we actually got to play, like the wizard that could put the ice block down and then ray of frost it and spread that beam yeah, out. Yeah. That looks really cool to me. Right. Um, so, yeah, man, it looked it looked good. Um, I think some of their design choices, like they went away from um, they, they put cooldowns on all the abilities instead of having a power bar like rage or arcane power sure. or spirit or whatever. They put cooldowns, and and um, I think it makes sense sure. for that style of game to have cooldowns and not a power gauge. Um, right, resource management. But it kind of felt like you're you're just mashing your buttons on cooldown. I yeah. mean, there are, there are some timings where you know you're going to save your big damage for groups yeah. of enemies, but for the most part, uh, very cooldown based. And I I really hope that they keep those cooldowns short because I'm a personal my personal opinion in most games I don't like long cooldowns I don't like three minute cooldowns or five minute cooldown abilities I think you end up trying to save it for that perfect moment and then end up never using it because you never find that perfect moment sure. so I don't like them I definitely felt personally. like the wizard you're waiting on cooldowns a lot uh, yeah and the wizard's attack seemed weak too yeah, to the me auto attack it, it changed but it, it did feel weak um, yeah. So, yeah, the wizard felt slow, probably only because the wizard was the only class of the three that his, like, movement ability, his teleport, didn't do damage. Whereas the other yeah. classes, theirs did, so you were using those movement abilities to do damage, and so you weren't as thirsted for cooldowns, but the wizard was like, wow. The wizard was super boring to me, and by far the weakest, yeah. I felt, in the in the demo. But yeah, Barb was the I, most fun to me, but I think that that play style lends itself more to a mobile environment too. Sure. A tankier melee class where you can get up close and personal, I think is on a small screen like that. I think it makes a lot more sense right. to have tankier melee classes. So, um, but yeah, so my overall impressions, man, it was, um, it was a fun mobile game. And then I found myself later on after we got back from BlizzCon and I calmed down a little bit. Sure. Kind of, kind of wishing I had a copy in my hands to play a little bit more of. Right. So I can't say it was garbage. I'm not going to sit here and, and say the game was complete trash because it wasn't. It was, sure. it was fun to play for right. a little bit. You know. Right. Um, it's just not a PC replacement, and and this goes back to what we said last week. Had they announced this alongside of anything else, I think it would have been received a million times better. Right. And I might actually be a little excited about it because this is just a supplemental thing to yeah. pass time. While we right. wait for the big juice. Um, and I said, you know, on my review, I said, quote, I kind of liked it. And then I ended up giving it, you know, five out of ten. This is obviously not the worst game I've ever played. There's games in my life that have been infinitely worse than this game. Uh, even mm-hmm. in the last year, like, Bless was just terribly dog shit. So it's like, yeah, five out of ten is still kind of a failing rating, but... And people are taking it as like, oh my god, you know, Blizzard must have paid you. And <laughs> like, if you say anything about paid positive, you for a five out of yeah, ten, yeah, for a five out of ten. If you say anything I mean, positive, five out of ten in my book is pretty shitty. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. If you say anything so, positive about this game right now on the internet, like you're a shill, you're a fucking yeah. shill. So I, I'm with you a little bit on that. And I've I've never bashed the game to that extent. Like I, I you know. My thing is I've told people, like, it's okay you're upset, and I understand that. I'm upset too, um, but I'm not going to completely just start talking all crap on Blizzard because they've produced games that I love, and they've given me so much time of enjoyment, and and we don't have the game yet, and we don't know what future projects they're making. And I understand people are pissed, and and they have the right to be, I think. Right. Um, 
but I'm a little bit more reserved in my judgment, I sure. think, than a lot of people. So, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is, man. It's a mobile game. Right. Like I don't expect it to eat up much of my time. Um, it could be totally awesome. Maybe, you know, maybe. I, I doubt it, but maybe. Sure. So, and then and like, it's just like it was, we said before, it's like we, we were given like this much, you know, of the game itself, like three zones. Of yeah. Like a, I mean, it's like super small. No sample. access to items or anything like that. We have no idea uh-huh. how that whole system is going to work. No idea about monetization. So we're strictly trying to judge it based on what we played, what we saw, which again, is just this tiny, tiny little fraction of the game. And what, from what yep. we saw, it was okay. We both just felt like, yeah, yeah, it was okay. It's okay. It was it was a it was a decent mobile game. Sure. But I mean, how many mobile games do I think are worth my time? Very few. None. So like, <laughs> the, the the difference is like, even if this is a ten out of ten mobile game, it's still a mobile game. Like it's in that category of mobile game, and and that's I think where what disappoints me is that I want new Diablo content so bad I'm willing to yeah. play a mobile game, yeah. but. But if I had the option, never in a million years would I ever want a Diablo mobile sure. game. It's just this is what we got. I'm gonna eat it. Right. You know what I mean? So And I said that too. It's uh, like, is it do I die like did I go back again and again? Well, I A I wanted to like truly test it for the people, but there was a part of me that was like I was so thirsty for Diablo content that I almost felt that that kind of jaded my opinion. Yeah. Uh, about and I, and I think I'm the same particular. too. Yeah. Yeah, it felt the same to me. It's like I enjoyed my time playing it, but it's because it was Diablo content, right. and we we want it so bad. Right. Like Diablo three is is has been the same for over a year. Yeah. It's like we you know we're itching for anything we can right. get at this exactly. point. Uh, and, but the whole time I played it, I kept thinking, man, I really want this. Yeah. This in Diablo, Diablo three. three, that's all I thought the <laughs> yeah. whole time. I'm right. like, can I get these skills in Diablo yeah. three? Even if they suck, they're still new and cool, and yeah. you know we'll try them out. Um, I also remember going and playing Diablo 3 on Switch, and we differed on this opinion, yeah, because sure. when I was playing Diablo 3 on Switch, my thought process was, if I was stuck in an airport, which was going to happen to me like the next day, would I rather be playing Diablo Immortal on my cell phone, or would I rather be playing Diablo 3 on a Switch? And I kind of think I would rather have had Diablo 3 on a Switch. Couldn't disagree more. Diablo 3 on Switch felt like really bad. It felt so bad. I, I'm me. not saying it didn't feel as good as PC by far. It wasn't the same sure. game almost even. And there's some reason they decided to limit simultaneously casting abilities on the Switch, right. like simulcast. I don't understand if that's just a limitation of the hardware or a Something. bug or right. I don't know, but that made no sense to me at all. Sure. And you, um, yeah, so I played a Necro and you had to like be near the corpses to cast corpse lance, and it's like what? So like I couldn't yeah. just like spam corpse lance when there's a corpse on the ground. Like it was weird. So I don't know if those are bugs or, or flaws. And and I know there are some bugs with Necro right now. I don't remember the details on it, but. And I think the biggest reason I feel that way is the hardware controls. I really think that this Diablo Immortal game would be a lot better if it had hardware controls and iPads and iPhones. Sure. You can hook game controllers up to them. I almost felt and I, like Diablo Immortal should have been the Switch game. Yeah, right? And that would have been see that would have been cool though. That right. would have been better than yeah, what yeah. we got. Like I would have I would have bought it. I would have been pissed I didn't bring my Switch and I would have bought sure. it that day if it was out, you know? Yeah. But it needs the hardware controls. Right. It needs um, it needs something. So I hope that at some point in the future, Blizzard looks into implementing 
controller support for tablets and, and phones because they have them. Other games have them. Yeah. And I think it, it would work well in this game. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't know, man. My review, if I were to give it a score based on games in general or PC games, like what, 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 what how should I judge this? Games. Games in general. Games in general? Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to be brutal then because it's, you know, I think even the best of the best mobile games going to be less than a five for me. Sure. You know? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna say a four or five. Okay. If I'm basing it off on mobile games, I, I'd probably give the demo uh, an eight. You know, because it felt good, and you know, I needed to see more sure. of it. But based on just gaming in general, I would say a four or five. Right. I mean, it's you know, as much as I sure. as, as much as I want <laughs> new content and hate to say it, it's just like yeah. you know, it's not a PC game, right? And well, I will say too, and you were standing right there. You remember? So day two, like. I was like, okay, let's go, let's go play it again, right? Like, start out the day, we go play it again, and like, Lindsay got to play it for like the second time or third time, and she was like, she was into it, like she was mm-hmm. like, and that's kind of like a testament I felt to maybe the audience that they're trying to reach, because like Lindsay was yeah. playing it, you could tell she was very, very into it, and she was having a good time. Yeah, back backstory: that's uh, Lord Fluffy's yeah, girlfriend, yeah. who's not a gamer. No, by by any means yeah. i mean she likes games and plays some games but she's sure. not like us you know what i mean right. so the the point is that that audience but that's you know and like i said my my wife is a mobile phone gamer um she doesn't have any interest to play any console or pc games ever but she plays games on her cell phone all the time like like hours a day probably sure. probably at least an hour a day um i don't know if she would get into this style of game that's not really her thing she's more into like you know the Candy Crush right. style. And that's another thing too. Is like, so would Lindsay but, have picked this up on the App Store if a she wasn't dating me, you know? Yeah. And b had ever heard about Diablo? I don't think so. Uh, see, that's the that's kind of where my disconnect yeah, yeah. comes in too. Right. Is like, so King Games makes Buku's of money. They make Candy Crush and a lot of other things. But those games are targeted at an audience where t- where Twitch reflexes and those skill sets don't matter as much it's more puzzle solving and and just i don't know man but diablo immortal is more like a diablo game more like diablo 3 i don't know how those gamers would relate to it you know right maybe they'll get into the story if the story is good maybe if the game has difficulty settings where you can play at an easier setting to not get killed a lot like i don't know i don't know either i don't know anyways we we need we have questions still that we need answered, but yeah, for sure. Uh, but and all in all, man, my my review is that it's got it's it's Diablo content, <laughs> so I'm intrigued because sure. of that alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get to see enough in the demo to really make a firm opinion. It looked good from what I got to play, but there are so many unanswered questions. So, right. And for I don't know about you, for for me personally, the monetization scheme that they decide to go with is going to ultimately probably make or break how much I play the game. I think any one decision that they could make from now until release could make or break the game. Like they could talk about itemization and it totally sucks. They could talk about monetization and it totally sucks. They could talk about endgame and it totally fucking sucks. It's like there's an infinite amount of things they could announce from now to release that's just going to kill mm-hmm. the game, period. And they have to go through multiple stages of that. So it's like it's going to have a tough road. It's really going to have a yep. tough road. Yep. Anyways, enough about that. Enough about the yep. game. Uh, but I kind of wanted to like take everybody back in time. And Quinn kind of touched on this in his latest video of an April Fool's joke 
from 2014. Please from insert your foot into your mouth. Blizzard. <laughs> they talk about a Diablo mobile app called Happy Reaper. <laughs> and they say, in Happy Reaper, players take on the role of Malthiel, the angel of death, who's recently turned sanctuary with a vengeance. With a series of well-timed mouse clicks or finger taps, you'll skillfully guide Malthiel through a network of ancient pandemonium ruins to collect human souls and obliterate puny Nephilim with your trusty death laser of doom. And so they show like kind of like meme photos of a mm -hmm. mobile game. And then here we are, <laughs> 2018. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm surprised that's still up. Yeah. Is that actually still up on the website? Yeah, I think so. Liz, you might want to take that down. It's too late now. <laughs> yeah, you so <laughs> you can't take it down though. Um, yeah, man, it's it's interesting though. You know, it is. It's it's like they they know even. It it kind of just makes you wonder how much from the top down. You know, when they start seeing numbers, they start seeing all the money that's in the mobile market. I think that's where this yeah. decision came from. And I think, I think it came from, like, do we need some of that Fortnite money? Yeah. Let's let's get let's get some mobile games. And I you think know? that I don't know. Once upon a time, they had a very solid stance on like, you know, we're we're at Blizzard. We're we're about making games for gamers. And then at some point, it shifted because, you know, money became a thing. And only to further prove that point is one year ago, they had this StarCraft trailer, which I'm going to play for you guys. Just watch this. Dad, I'm getting wrecked. Can't I buy some stronger units? Your grandfather didn't give his life just so his grandson could pay money to be good at something. Dad, Grandpa's still alive. Son, your legacy awaits. Did you bedazzle Mom's engagement ring? StarCraft II, the legendary competitive game, is now free to play. If that thing's wrecked, I... <laughs> Which is not a bad commercial in and of itself. But like... Yeah. What like what happened in Blizzard's history? Like what what happened along the road? Was it just like Fortnite and the crazy money they're pumping out, or Candy Crush and its crazy money? So like when, I don't know. When was the change? Candy over? Crush has been around for a while though. So right, it, you know I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. It's it is crazy. It, it there's definitely a sense of disconnect, and I think the fans are definitely upset about it. Um, and, and, you know, some of the questions that we got for tonight's podcast relate back to that, too, you right. know? So, you know, we'll see. Sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't add up. Um, it doesn't. But, yeah. And then in further news. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's, let's look at some of the – let's get in some numbers yeah. here. <laughs> this, is, this is interesting, isn't it? Oh, oh my gosh. Look at that. Uh, so Activision. This is bad, guys. If you don't their stock, <laughs> this is this is yeah, their stock is um, not doing well right now. Might be a good time to buy. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to keep going down or not. So, it the the numbers that I read and and you know I didn't do a ton of research to validate this, but it looks like it was the lowest point that it's hit in a year, and it's down twenty eight percent over twenty eight percent. That's a lot of money. Guys, yeah, that's insane that's a lot. Me. If that's not like, man, this has got to be eye opening, at, you know, and I think some, this isn't all because of Immortal. This is because of uh, Bungie's uh, Destiny 2 
debacle too, where they didn't listen to the fan base. They got disconnected. They made a game that nobody wanted. They changed shit that nobody wanted. And it's underperforming as well. Like Forsaken didn't sell like they wanted it to, even though it's a great game. It's because they pissed all their fans off and they left. Right. And so now they produce some good content, but it's almost too little too late, you know? So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. It's funny too, because a lot of people, at least a lot of the comments that I'm getting on YouTube are like, oh, wow, you caused Blizzard to lose <laughs> X amount of money. I'm like, it's not. I just asked a question. It has nothing question. to do with right, that. Right. I just asked a question. Right. And then the boom. This is going to happen regardless. Right. Uh, but I thought so. it was also funny. So, I didn't know this, but Blizzard does like this, or Activision does this like investor, like public meeting. Like you can just kind of join in and listen if you want. Yeah, I think they have to do them. Yeah. Is it quarterly? Or ha- yeah, semi quarter. I've, I've listened to these before. Yeah. Because a lot of times they'll talk about upcoming stuff that's going to happen because they have to inform the shareholders what's going on. So it's it's usually a pretty good source of info. Right. So. Uh, and so Asmin was listening to it. Uh, it was a wild streamer, if you guys don't know. And kind of listen to a kind of a weird moment in the whole conference last week huh? we announced diablo immortal which will bring this temple franchise to a mobile audience in both the east oh and while fan reaction was muted to the announcement players hands-on experiences at blizzcon confirmed what we believe which is that diablo mobile will be a very well-received game when it releases and players around the world will love it diablo immortal will be very well received and players around the world will love it yeah. At your investor meeting. <laughs> um, Woo. If those investors live on a rock, they might believe that. Woo. Maybe. I don't know, man. That's that's scary to me. Um, I mean, and it, it might. I yeah, don't know. It could be maybe, very well. It could make a lot of money. Maybe we're all just squeaky wheels and there's millions of people that will that want this. And, you know, right. we just don't know what we're talking about. Right. I, I doubt that. But. Right. You know, um, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, speculation that this is kind of like more of a a shot towards like kind of the Asian market where, you know, in China in particular, where, you know, pay to win type stuff is very much a part of culture and very widely accepted amongst mm-hmm. a big margin of their gamer um, crowd. So it could do you do think really that well. this is going to end up being a uh, like a paradigm shift where we're we're getting this crammed on our throats now and we're just going to have to be accepting of it at another point in time because uh, you know it seems like like and here's examples that i have like apple does this crap all the time right iphone launches they have their browser and apple's like you know what we're not going to support flash fuck flash fuck adobe you are not going to use it and then everybody outcries like oh boycott apple they don't support flash Two years later, nobody cares about Flash. Everybody adopted, and Flash is dead. Right. Okay. It, fast forward a couple of years later, and I'm just using Apple as an example. There's nah, so sure, many sure, companies. Sure. Yeah. Apple's like, hey, we're going to take the headphone port off of our phones. And we're all, and I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I got all these fancy headphones I want to use. A couple of years later, people don't remember, don't care. You're, you're okay with buying uh, gadgets to charge your phone and listen through headphones at the same time. And it's like... They start off these things like they give you this little iPhone adapter for free the first time. Now the new phones don't come with this. Like they soften the blow the first couple times. And it was the same. 
It was the same with like the iPad. The first iPad came with headphones and like all the other stuff. And then they slowly start taking things away until it becomes the standard. And it makes you wonder if this is the thing, man. Like they're like, listen, pay to win makes us more money. It's more lucrative. Western markets don't adopt it. We're just going to start cramming this shit down their throats. Sure. And then eventually they'll just accept it or they won't have games to play. You know, it makes you wonder. It's just going to be such a weird climate as a Diablo player to like, so say Diablo Mortal comes out later this year and like, you know, we don't like it at all. Right. Um, but it does very well in another part of the world. Uh, so well that, you know, they keep pumping out content for it and, you know, it's constantly getting updates and, you know, here we are maybe still playing Diablo 3 and not getting anything. And then, like, another part of the world that like, there's this Diablo game that's doing really well and getting tons and tons of yeah. content. It's like, that would be such a weird position to be in, I feel like. I, I, it's yeah. just going to be such a weird thing to go through, I feel. like as a, and, and I think the free to win, or the free to win, the, the free to play, pay to win, even if it's not pay to win, pay to skin, is, is definitely going to be the thing. I, I you know... So many games have microtransactions in them now, even full title games. And an example is like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I love that game. It is so good. It just came out a couple weeks, you know, a month ago, two months ago. It's amazing. It's a full-fledged $60 title, and they sell a $120 version of the game that comes with extra bells and whistles. They still have microtransactions on top of the $120 version of the game. It's crazy. There are things in that game that I want that cost $20. Like there, there are some, some actual, uh, the items necessarily aren't pay to win. They definitely have power to them. You can beat the game without them, but they look really cool, but it's $20. And I'm like, dude, those are sick. I really want it, but I already spent X amount of dollars on the game. Like that sucks to have to buy this yet again. And then part of me is also like, this game is so badass. I want to support it. So I'm definitely conflicted. Um, what are your thoughts on games doing that, man? Like if, if they a $60, full-fledged $60 title or more still having microtransactions for cosmetics and things like that? I don't care. I, I'm all for it. Like if a game wants to put in cosmetic microtransactions, go for it. Like I couldn't care less. I think it's a great way to continue the revenue stream. Go for it. You know, Diablo 3 is one of those games that's pay to play. And yep. This whole time, they should have had a cash shop for cosmetic items, and maybe if they had done it right in the first place, we'd still be getting updates for Diablo Three. So, yep, I'm all for it. Now, if I'm we're talking you. about you know pay to win stuff, then I then I start to get pissed off, and I think it's really stupid. And yeah. So I mean, it's a fine line, but I don't care. Like if it's cosmetics, if it's just cosmetics, and you got to pay for them, I don't care. Pay for right. them. Because at least you know, like, you pay for a cosmetic, like, you may, that money's going towards the company and you're, you're supporting the company. Like, it's just like GGG. I think GGG is a perfect example of this in PoE. Like, you buy it, you buy, like, their supporter packs, which are just a bunch of cosmetic shit. And it's like, they're labeling it as supporter pack because that's what their company's living on. And you're buying yeah, right. that. So you're buying into not only getting stuff that makes your character look cool, but you're buying into, like, I support you in your game. Do you, what do you think about the pricing model? Like, like so, GGG has a set of wings in Poe that are like forty dollars. Yeah, that's not so. That seems pretty crazy to me, though. Like right. that's that's almost the price of an entire game for one cosmetic. Right. And so, like, I get it. 
that you you know you want I, I don't know do they price it that high because they want it to be rare and they don't want everybody to have it or, i think they price it that like, high because like so the game's free to play until so you rationalize with yourself like well i really want these wings i want my character to look really cool it's like well but i'm, I'm playing the game for free so and the game would cost me 60 bucks but don't you think they'd make more money if they had the items weren't as expensive wouldn't you be more willing to drop two or three bucks than drop 40 bucks for like sure. what if you got a hundred people to drop two or three bucks versus like 10 people yeah. to drop 40 i don't know i'm you sure know? they have like you know i want to see those metrics this, right like, man that's crazy to <laughs> yeah. me though so but i saw some of the 40 dollar wings and i'm like those are dope like mm -hmm. if I, I you know if i played poe i'd i would have bought them i'd be like all right here, take my forty dollars, and it's the same for Diablo. Like, I, if if a game I don't even play, Poe, has cosmetics that I would be like, if I played that a hundred percent, I would spend money on those cosmetics. Mm -hmm. I would do that in Diablo without even thinking about it. I'd be like right. forty dollars for some wings. Yeah. All right, take my money. Twenty bucks go. to make you know, fucking, blight spear cast as like a red animation instead of a green. Like people would eat yeah. that shit up. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> even change. You could change your Crusader mount. Yeah, you know when you mount up, like get some just ridiculously some badass, shit, right? You know, steed. People would people would pay all kinds for Such that. Such a missed opportunity in Diablo Three. Oh man, it's so crazy to me. Um, so let's let's talk about we're talking about pricing and modeling, and let's talk about this Diablo Immortal pricing leak photo. Yeah, yeah. Because I got some comments on this guy. Yeah, yeah. I got some things to, sh to say about this. So this is, speculation is that this is a, a meeting of the, the minds with NetEase and Blizzard. And you can see, you know, Wyatt Chang here on the left. Um, mm -hmm. And they're talking about, you know, microtransactions. Yeah, can money, you blow that stuff. picture up at all? Can you make that, can you zoom in on that board on the TV? If it lets you. Yeah. Nice. So this the the thing is is that this is supposed to be a pricing model. And and I'm with you that they're having a meeting with Nettie's. You can see a veiled crystal right there. <laughs> I don't see whatever whatever language this is in, I don't read it. I think okay? that they're suggesting so this is gonna be like uh you know, you use mats and you can get like a plus system. I think people are speculating that like it's a, you know, plus one, two, three system you see over and over. Yeah. And these Asian games and that, you know, it has a chance of failure and then you can buy like some kind of microtransaction that lets you upgrade with better chance or, you know, 100% success chance for the cost of actual yeah. money. I, I don't think like if when I look at this and like I said, I don't speak the language. Sure. I don't know what that actually says. That doesn't scream monetization to me. I see no dollar signs. I see no right. Like I don't. All I see there is it looks like items getting right. turned into something else. I um, agree. so it's it's interesting that this is what this is. I, it would be really cool if we could get uh, a legitimate translation of what's on the screen by somebody. So if anybody that listens to our podcast sees this picture and can one hundred percent clarify the translation, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, I, I don't think from any talks that I've had, their monetization scheme isn't locked down. I, I think that this is probably going to be the biggest, one of the biggest decisions they have to make in the game is how they're going to monetize this thing. Cause I think a wrong step here destroys their Eastern market and a wrong step there destroys their Western market. 
And I think regardless of what they're, um, what they do, man, it's going to be, it's going to be splitting hairs trying to get this lockdown. Right. So, and does this guy roll out of bed or like what? Yeah. He sweatpants? <laughs> he's wearing, he's wearing like sweats and a tee that looks like it's like, yeah, I don't know. It looks, okay. I mean, it looks like he's got a little extra junk in the trunk too. I don't understand what's going on there, but uh, and then some of the other guys are in polos, so I don't know. Yeah, he must be the he must be the big dog that can just do whatever. Do I guess whatever I, I don't want. know. Yeah. All right, he's like Living rolls in. You guys ready? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you know it also goes back to like the Eastern Market. There was a thread on yeah. the Battle.net forums mm-hmm. a while back mm-hmm. where they talked about. This is interesting because it was removed on top of that. Uh, the thread is gone now, yeah. but I actually was able to click it and read it before it was removed. Um, it's been gone for a little bit, and we wanted to talk about this last week, but we just we went over yeah, our podcast by almost an hour. So um, it, the the thread said that which doctor was removed because it doesn't sit well in Asia, and uh, Tyriel wasn't black anymore, yeah, and so the speculation was that um, the darker pigment skinned characters were removed because of race issues, I guess is what it was suggesting. Yeah, so there's market research, and there's other things to support this, so I'll just pull it up real quick. So they had the Star Wars poster in China. Yeah. They removed yeah. the black guy entirely, like just Photoshopped him out because there's market research there that shows that, you know, people just don't respond well to African-Americans, which is just fucking crazy to me. And then there's a yeah, that, meme commercial out there where, like, there's this guy, and he's he's a black man, and they put him in the washer, and he comes out, like, as an Asian. I've seen that, And it's yeah. like, holy fucking shit. Right. Yeah, that's, it's insane to me. Um, th- they could never admit to that if that was the no. case. And I didn't even realize, if that's actually still a thing in Asia, I didn't even know that was going on. Sure. So, But that's, it, that's kind of like, it goes back, because, like, sad. everyone's... Like, why is the witch doctor not in Diablo Immortal? And, like, so we've talked about, like, if we're going to get rid of one class in Diablo, what would it be? <laughs> and it's the witch doctor. It's the witch doctor. For sure. I didn't, yeah, I mean, witch doctor sucks. They left it out. It makes yeah. sense. Like, I, and that's I was, immediately I where I went. And then you look at this yeah. and you're like, well, fuck. Is it because of this or is it because this is a race thing? Yeah, and, and so Tyriel not being black either would be kind of very supportive to this theory, I guess. Because why would you change his race? That's insane. Yeah, you know. Um, I don't know, man. That that's very it, it's very sad. Like the only thing I can say to this is that if that's actually true, it's just really sad. Yeah, you know, I don't really know what else to say. It it, it you know it bothers me on a personal level, and I think it's sad, but um. I would, you know, it's I would have up, issues because it's that. like, so if you're a company, like, where do you draw the line? So you're like, okay, you know, we've, we've got this black character, two very big black characters in our game, Tyrael, Witch Doctor, right? Like, how evil is it as a company to be like, well, we know that it won't do as well in country X if we keep him as a black person in it. So like, let's just change it. Like, let's make him white. Yeah. Like. How did has a how's that meeting even go down? And two, like, how fucking big of a piece of shit are you 
for like being okay with the stereotype and being like, well, we're just doing this for money. So like, it's just so fucked up. It's kind of like the black guy in that commercial where he goes into the washing machine and comes out as like a white Asian dude. Like you're also kind of fucked up. Like, like he, cause you filmed it. Cause you you volunteered for that role. Yeah. So it's like, holy shit, you know, it's kind of mind blowing. It it is crazy. It is super super crazy. I didn't even know the Star Wars poster thing was a was a deal either. Um, this is the first I heard of that, so I had never even heard of that either. So that's that's again, kind of kind of nuts, man. Like I didn't realize that that kind of shit was still going down. Yeah. So, thought we were past that, man. It's 2018. Right. Come on, guys. It's fucking crazy. You know. Um, but we'll we'll move on because you know that's not even like it's it's hard to even talk about right. that. It's not even like a without, gaming without, issue. That's like a yeah. It, huge it's issue. it's hard to even talk about without without getting personal right. because the first person that that's like says something retarded about it, you want to just blow up on them. And right. so you exactly. know, you know, um, Alan Alan Adheim Adheim Adheim. I can't Adham. talk Adheim. Yeah, so yeah, I can't read either. This guy. Um, he talked this about. <laughs> he talked <laughs> do you want to just pull the link up and then yeah. and then are you going to play that one too we're going to play it so he's, he has this like behind the scenes uh, this is Q&A. like a media yeah this is the media thing conference. and so like some of the big names are here you know asking questions um, and uh, there's three where's my ticket parts, to this blizzard right that's what I'm saying we didn't get you're a watching pass. where's it's, my ticket it's probably for a good reason but three particular parts of this interview stuck out and it's so upsetting as a Diablo player to hear it. So we'll just play it. And the audio quality on these guys is really, really bad. So just bear with us. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll handle that question. We, <laughs> we've talked a lot about this. Um, if you saw the blog post from a couple weeks ago, that was you know our effort. Uh, those of you who didn't see, we basically said, uh, I'll, I'll paraphrase here, but we said, we think we know what you're hoping to see. We want to remind you that we have multiple Diablo teams working on multiple projects. Uh, good things come to those who wait, but evil things sometimes take longer. And so um, you can read into that what you want, but that was our effort to let our community know, you know, come with reasonable expectations. So, <laughs> I want to get your opinion on this just right out of the box. Yeah, in case the audio, like it's hard for me to hear. Yeah. Just in case, like what what was his what was his little synopsis? Yeah, so what did his he synopsis say? is like, you know, we made this blog post that was like that whole dehype thing, where it's like, you know, good things come this way, evil things take longer, and that, and he's like, and he's like straight up saying that was our way of letting our community know to come with reasonable expectations. Right. Which is stupid. Like you blew him up. I'm not even. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing. You you set our expectations to the moon, and then you bring them back down. Right. It's so dumb. But it's like, why Diablo of all games do they get away with shit like this? Like you can't say you know evil things come to those who like. What does that even mean? Like why don't you just use your fucking words? Like why don't you just say this is what I don't. Like this is I, yeah, so this ridiculous. Yeah, this goes back to the transparency thing, right. and it's like, why the f? And and why don't they tell us what they're working on, man? <laughs> Imagine like, what we, is the big secret? Right. Like, what are you? Because uh, GGG finds out you're making Diablo Four. Do you think they don't already know that? Like, whatever you so got going bad. on, I promise you, they have moles. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
And it's like, so, so imagine you're playing, Call, like, imagine Call of Duty, like, made an announcement like this, where they're like, people are like, hey, you know, snipers are too powerful, please nerf, please nerf. And people are crying about it for, like, say, like, a really long time, like, six months. And then, like, Activision comes out in response to this, and they're like, you know, oh, good things come to those who wait. The Call of Duty community would fucking right, like it would blow up the internet. Like you, you can't say <laughs> that. Like and then and then Diablo community, they like, just get away with it. Like time after time after time. Yeah. And it's it's so frustrating because he's very clearly in the video. He's like, well, you know, we let people know. Like if, you, if they couldn't pick on up on it, like it's on them. It's not on us. We're totally innocent because we made it totally clear. So it's like, how detached can you possibly be? But it get doesn't. Even, it gets worse. It gets a lot worse. So he goes on. So this guy asks, and I'm not sure who he is, so I'm sorry, whoever you are. But he asks, like, is this game to kind of pick up an audience that maybe Diablo hasn't had in the past? And Alan Adam speaks up again. Here we go. Might not know what Diablo is. Our absolute hope and our first, when we draw out what we think our target audience is, the first and foremost are diehard Diablo fans from the PC space. We think that if you love Diablo on desktop, you're going to love being able to play it anywhere uh, in your hand and experience the same characters and the same moment-to-moment gameplay that you already love. You'll just be able to experience it on a new platform. So he says, basically, in a nutshell... Like, they're he knows they know that their core audience is PC players, mm-hmm. and but they think like that those players will love being able to play on a new platform, like the with one hundred percent confidence. Just yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, dude, that's so out of touch, man. You you obviously have never seen a PC master race meme in your life right you know like pc players typically hate every other platform period um including xbox and playstation but yeah i don't I, it's just out of touch man it's just like there's a bubble that he's living in that i you know wish that i need to get an invite to it because there's some good shit in there right. yeah, that bubble's full of good stuff man and then just to wrap it all up a little quick one more thing but the core of what we're trying to hit here first is our core Diablo audience. The core of what we're trying to hit here first with Diablo Immortal is our core Diablo audience, which he just said was the PC players. Right. So this product, in Alan Adams' eyes, was designed for the PC player base. On mobile. And it doesn't bother me if he just comes out, and he does come out and say in this Q&A, he's like, yeah, we're trying to reach a broader spectrum of players. Like, just fucking say that. Yeah. Why are you disguising it as like, oh yeah, we had our PC players in you, mind? You for can't. This. People can see through your bullshit. Like that's the problem, and like people still haven't figured out. Companies, corporations still haven't figured out. Yeah. The internet will see through your bullshit, and they will remember everything. Like they're Pepperidge Farm, dude. Right. If you post some shit back in ninety ninety seven, they're gonna that's gonna surface instantly as soon as you you know twenty thirty years later. So just like the you know Quinn brought up the topic in his video of them making fun of cell phones in 2014 mm-hmm. you know like dude you, you can't get you can't get one past this man right and it's it just like this guy in particular and the way he answers the questions if you watch the whole thing i would encourage it and i'll link it in the video description but he doesn't answer a single question without first 
starting with the condescending statement or mm-hmm. second following it up with the condescending statement he says multiple times in this interview like oh i see a lot of you guys haven't had the chance to play it yet like just fucking constant shade at his own community and on top of that like he always refers and i'm surprised no one's like dude you gotta stop doing that but he always refers to the game as a product you guys are really gonna like this product you guys are really right. once you get a chance to sit down and play this product i think you're really gonna like it and it's just like that alone is like you're not even calling it your game anymore it's like it's a right. product like it's money. Know that you're not talking to investors. Know that you're talking to your community. Your gamers. Yeah. Gamers. Stop calling yeah. it a product. Very disconnected, man. It, it, this is this is an eye-opening experience, I think, for uh, the gamers and for the company. I don't think that this. So, like, a lot of people are looking at this as like Blizzard screwed us. They don't care about us. I think there. This is a two-sided, you know, conversation. Like Blizzard. I think realizes how they screwed up. And I think the gamers now realize what their focus is, you know? And, and to me, it kind of seems like, I don't feel like their focus is on what the community wants anymore. I think it's more what's going to make us the most dollars. What, what makes our wallet the fattest? You're still going to get a fat wallet with other products, but what's going to make it the fattest? You know, and and I think it goes back to that Fortnite money, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, people want that Fortnite money. So, uh, damn you, Fortnite! I don't know, dude. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, those are interesting, though. The disconnect is so obvious when you watch that video, and to me, like even you know, I, even the faces that. So in that little clip that you even played right there, did you see where he said? Um, were he said something to the effect like we're Diablo fans or something like that, right. and then Wyatt laughed right next to him. Uh, did you like? Did you catch that? I didn't. I don't think he laughed. I think he was like he, he like he like chuckled. He he's like, it was like so he to me he looked so uneasy with with the whole scenario that he just it kind of was like a laugh that was like, oh my god, can this please be over? It was you know it just. <laughs> It just it looked so uneasy, man. Yeah. Because you see press conferences and you see things. And when the product's exciting and everybody's excited to to debut and talk about their new stuff, the energy in the room is different. And the people are smiling and laughing and they're bantering with the with the news reporters. Sure. And, and it's just everything's good. And this was like this was like, hey, you just lost the World Series. Tell us why you why you sucked it up. And, you know, how come you went? You know, oh for fifty at the plate, and it's just like they looked miserable up there, man. Right. They did not look happy or fun. No, not at all. So, none of it. <sighs> all right, so back back to other things. Like yeah. you know, we, we talk about a variety of stuff, and man, if Poe isn't just raking in the cash right now, they're firing shots. They're firing all shots. Um, I, I don't even know if this was planned and this just fell in their lap or if these guys are that good and they did this thing, but POE has a new betrayal official trailer. Like they just launched content and they're going to launch more content. They're like, you want content? Come over here. GGG got you. It's insane, man. And, and and to be honest with you, I'm not a huge POE fan. I've never really wanted to play. I am intrigued 
in the game. I'm every day a little bit more. I'm like these guys are pumping out crazy content. Yeah. So as a Diablo player, you're you can't help but be jealous to the amount yeah. of content the Path of Exile gets. I couldn't imagine having content like this. How awesome that would be for yeah. our game, for our communities. So it's insane. Right. Um. They but in this content drop. Did you do you happen to have that syndicate trailer? Do you have it up? I mean, it's yeah, it's right here. Yeah. You can let it play muted in the background if you want, yeah, I yeah. guess. But but in this in this thing, they talk and they specifically made a group of people that you're hunting down and they call them the immortal syndicate. <laughs> like if that was coincidence, holy Come shit. On, dude. I don't think it was. And then on top of that, they said there's a line in the trailer where they say they think they are immortal. They are not. And like, if that's not directed directly at yeah. Blizzard saying like, dude, right. we got you, man. Plus the name I of the expansion know. itself, Betrayal. Is Betrayal. I mean, <laughs> dude, these guys. I, I wonder if BlizzCon <laughs> happened and they saw that mobile announcement and they said, holy shit, you guys. Do you want the fattest Christmas bonus you've ever had in your life? We're slaving. And until when was yeah. the drop date? When is it? When is the drop date December on that? Is it say? I think. It's, yeah, it's like, dude, if if you work a hundred hours a week until December seventh, we pump this content out. Whatever, we're good, we're golden, right? You know, buy a new house. I don't know what we're gonna do, right? But it's insane, man. Um, <laughs> so some of my the features, hat off to yeah. Some of the features seem to be so. They have you ever played Shadow of Mordor? I did a little bit, okay. yeah, and and I do know what you're talking about. So and then, there's a system similar yeah, yeah. to that in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, yep. so basically, yep. you like you're trying to find the head honcho, I guess, in this game. Mm -hmm. See if I can pull up with like a shot of them playing with the cards or whatever. Yeah, while you're while you're searching for that, I'll, I'll relate to. So Shadows of Mordor and Odyssey both had a system. Uh, Odyssey stole it, where there's like a head cultist leader yeah. or a head guy you're trying to find. And then he has – it's basically the mafia. Like think about the godfathers at the top and then you have your lieutenants and like, you know how they work through the the pecking order. So I guess in most games it will work where you find a lieutenant, get clues, and go through the up chain to finally get the top boss, the big dog. Um, and it looks similar. Like this is going to play out like that. So Right. Yeah. It seems like – I mean and that's – I don't care. Like when games like take systems from other games, I really don't care. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't you either. stole that. But it's like if it's a fun system and you can bring it's it into awesome. your game in a fun way, like go for it, man. And that's kind of one of the things Lost Ark is doing a lot of is they're just taking like some of the best systems out of every game that we know and putting it mm -hmm. in their game, right? Uh, so I don't, I think you know this could be a great thing. I don't personally think when I first saw it, I was like, Phew. you know, like it's not really something I'm into at all. But yeah, get more content for PoE players. Like, goddamn, I hate you guys. Can't be a bad thing, right? So, yeah. yeah, and then it looks like they've kind of revamped uh, the crafting, which I felt like was a long time coming, um, which is a good good news for them. They guess they've reworked the, like, you have, like, little guys that you, that you hire and they keep in your hideout. It seems like they've maybe rehashed a bit of that, too. And I don't know. It, it seems a lot of things I've seen in here seem, seem pretty good. Um, I just really yeah. wish they would go back and kind of re rework some of the core features of the game, but... That's that's yeah. We can say that for another date. Yeah, I'm with you on that too a little bit. Uh, it, it's interesting though. They're definitely seizing the opportunity that Blizzard Blizzard presented them. Blizzard handed them the ARPG market on on a platter, right. and and Poe is running with it. They're trying to 
to suck up as much as they can. So that's, you know, it's interesting. And then speaking of the ARPG market. Yeah. Lost Ark. Yeah. And I think, so to, before we touch on Lost Ark, I think that's, this is a testament of the mark, the feel of the market right now, right? So it's like, if you really like ARPGs, because the market was never flooded, you're either playing PUE yep. or you're playing Diablo 3. And if you really, really like PUE, which a lot of players do, that's fucking awesome. But usually, one of the big killing factors for a lot of players is, you know, playing economy. And if you don't like economy, you're probably not going to have the most fun experience playing PUE. And so it's like you make a choice, like Diablo 3 or PUE. And it's not necessarily that you don't like, or you like you hate one, you hate the other, and you like only like that one. It's just like, that's all you had to choose from, right? There's some games out there right. like Grim Dawn, doesn't really have the replayability that both of these games have or any kind of end game competition and um, we have games on the horizon like fucking wilson and last epoch or whatever but it's just like this is the fact that people are going out of their way like i had to download a torrent to get the game Uh, i had to sign up for a vpn i gotta buy a korean account from someone from an actual korean with like a korean social security number like really go out (laughs) of my way just to even try a new arpg right it's such a testament to how stale and like not saturated this market is at all so just throwing that out there first and of course second yeah i've played lost ark like crazy this last week i really like what i'm seeing so far uh i finally hit the end game we just started diving into it so we'll know a lot more next week but just based on what i've seen like the combat alone in lost ark is the best combat i've ever seen in any arpg i would even say any mmo and that's what kind of what it is it's a mesh of mmo and arpg and mmo arpg um i i think it's amazing so far um a lot of big streamers have been playing it quinn dat mods and a lot of arpg stream you know like that's what we want to play. So you see those yeah. guys all over it. And it's been good. And, you know, the Koreans are like, they're pretty fun in chat, you know. <laughs> they come in and, you know, they laugh at us trying to translate stuff. And it's it's a pain in the butt to set up. And it's a pain in the butt to try to understand what you're supposed to be doing most of the time. But, like, those moments where you're, like, just doing a dungeon or you're just fighting stuff, that's when it feels just like, man, I can't wait for this game. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if they're going to release an an, an English version a version of the game because I, with I guess with the BlizzCon, company itself is working on an English patch for the Korean client they, though it's not going to be mm-hmm. yeah I mean I don't care I don't mind VPN and in to play it I guess if I have to sure. the translation barrier is what kind of set me off a little bit yeah. um, and and and. I get they have some translation tools. I've seen that you using translation tools now that seem kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so at some point, it's it's interesting. If they release some kind of English version, I would be way more inclined. Like I'm, I'm already <laughs> into it a little bit, right. but um, it looks good, man. The combat looks very, very oh, fluid. The combat's so good. This the story looks a little cheesy from what I've been told yeah, and what sure. I've had people translate. And you can't skip cutscenes. Really part of the main story. So that that's a that's a chore. Yeah. Cutscenes, but, but yeah, I mean, the whole the whole system, we've talked about some past streams when we talked about last arc, but the whole system is like, you're basically tra- trying to CC all the trash mobs. That's all you're trying to do because if you don't CC them, you get overwhelmed. You don't take a ton of damage. You can't take that much damage. 
So yeah. you're just trying to CC mobs. And then like in dungeons, you have like mechanics on top of that. And then um, with boss fights, like you're trying to avoid everything the boss is throwing at you. They've got like some really cool mechanics for what the bosses can do. And on top of that, you have to try to CC, you know, some trash mods that keep coming at you, waves of trash mods that keep coming at you. So you have to like, it's a balance between, yeah, you have to CC them and keep them CC'd so they don't overwhelm you and also avoid the boss mechanics at the same time. And it just works. There's, there's something about it that mm. just works. It's very satisfying. So yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see more. That's interesting. Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully that English patch will come out sooner than later. Yeah. I think that, like the market's so open right now. I mean, there is this huge, huge market full of players that would love ARPG content and nobody's really providing it. I mean, GGG's trying really hard, I feel like. Um, but if you're not into into Path of Exiles, you have nothing else right, right. now. Yeah. So there's no AAA title that has the backing and, sure. and development team to really kick it out. So. Right. And then there's been, you know, to touch on what we kind of touched on last week, there's been talks of season 16. We're going to get something. Uh, I'm slightly concerned that if we're actually going to get don't know a decent yet. content update that we haven't seen anything about a PTR. You know, the, yeah, know. every week that goes by is like it's less and less likely. Yeah. Uh, so we were told we were going to get content. Uh, we were told it was going to be impactful and change the way you play the game. That was direct quotes right. from multiple sources. But not that just also one. makes me think, you know, they I, they genuinely think that these seasonal themes are like big and impactful. So when I say stuff like that, I'm on the fence because it's like, well, you don't really know. Well, we said so no like <laughs> like no more double this yeah. or double that. And we're like, so triple. I mean, we joked with right. it, and they're like, no, it's not gonna. It's gonna be meaningful and right. Way, but say the they, you, you know, the they do something that's just new. It's new. It's not double something. But like, how impactful is it really gonna be? Because I don't feel like they really know. So it's like that's yeah. why I'm on the fence about. Like, and then and then we had be. the post come out. Did we, I don't know if that came out after last podcast where Brandy Campbell put the post on the the Battle.net forums. Oh yeah, um, we hear you. That. That, that was like we hear you and and you know we're working on stuff like i expected a follow-up to that mm. by now right. already too and we still haven't gotten it and it's like saying <laughs> that and then going silent for a month or yeah. two months is is complete opposite of sure. what you said in the post you said we hear you we need the feedback like respond to us let's have a dialogue at this point let's talk and we're not talking we're shouting at you and then you're not responding yeah you know so that's not a conversation. Um, yeah, so they, I, I they hope we start getting stuff opinion this about that, right? Like they, you were like, should we stay silent or should we? Yeah, make a post, and we we're like, and well, I'll, it couldn't hurt. But when neither of us yeah. expected like they're gonna make a post and then never say anything. like pay, make a post and then go silent. Like the <laughs> the thing, really like I expected. think there are some things that you have to ignore. Like you can't address the criticisms sure. of Immortal head on. Like you won't win that battle. But you can start engaging and telling us what's going on. You can be more transparent with with what you're doing behind closed doors. Tell us what you're working on. Tell us exactly what you're working on. Like it it, it was so night and day when Destiny did that with Diablo or, or um, Bungie did that with Destiny 2. They went from telling us nothing to on a weekly basis saying, hey, we worked on these bugs and we did this. And this is the future projects we're working on. We hope to have it done by this time, but if we don't, sorry. And we're okay with that. You know, we're like, all right. You know, they're trying to deliver us product and, you know, and their their schedules sometimes can be vague as hell. They might say fall of 2018 
or winter 2018. And then, you know, fall comes up or winter comes up and they're like, hey, man, we know we were talking about this, but we can't do it. It's going to get pushed back now until spring of 19. And like people are a little disappointed, but they're not pissed because they realize like, oh, we couldn't get that out because there was a bug with snipers. And then the bug ended up being like 50 layers deep and it was a huge issue to fix. But now we got it fixed and explaining what they're doing and why they're doing it. Right. It goes, it goes so far because yeah. it's like, all right, cool. You couldn't make the new content because snipers were fucked and it was in the core code and yeah. it took you three weeks to fix it. I get that. That right. makes sense to me. I'm okay with that. Right. You and know what I mean? We said so, this before. Like Blizzard is still living in an age where they think that like failure isn't an option. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, so they tell us like, yeah, we're working on DL4 and then later on that gets scrapped. I feel like that they expect the backlash to be worse than, you know, keeping us in the dark. And I just think that it doesn't work anymore. That doesn't work yeah. anymore. Like you can fail. I think some it's transparency fine. goes right. a long way. Yeah, it goes so far. Right. So, and I'm with you, man. Just don't make, don't, I'm not saying go make promises you have no intentions of keeping. Right. But tell like, us what you're working you know, on. If you're working yeah, on it, tell you us can what tell you're us what you're on. doing. <laughs> tell us what <laughs> you you're know? doing. Right. <sighs> and then, and then not only that, man, with, with Destiny 2, when, when they screwed it up so bad, that they decided to okay we got to fix things they did a community summit and they brought in youtubers and streamers and you know reddit people and like all all people from all all the media to come talk and have dialogue okay what's wrong with our game what would you do to fix it here's what we're working on we're going to show you a little bit of it give us your honest feedback and the community got to shape the way the game played. They like, oh, this is way too easy. This is, you know, this sucks. This is good. This is bad. I don't like what you're doing there. And it really, I think, made a big impact on what we have now, which is a great game. Right. Too little, too late, though. Sure. So I think, I think Blizzard and hopefully the Diablo team, you know, like utilize your community. We're here for you. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying me or you. Right. I'm saying the community, man, all of us. Like utilize us, use us. Let us tell you what we do and don't right. like. And what I don't get and something that's always like going to bother me probably until I croak. But like what when does a game at Blizzard, when does a Diablo game specifically get put on the shelf? And why don't they tell us one way or the other? Because at one point, you know, they stopped making content for Diablo 2. And then, you know, years and years and years later, we find out because, well, they're working on Diablo 3. Where it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. in the same boat now. It's like we're not getting anything. We haven't gotten anything forever uh, for Diablo 3. And so it's like, what? It, it, has it reached that point where it's like put on the shelf and you're just never going to tell us? And so we're like we keep playing the game, yeah. hoping and waiting and wanting more out of the game and you just don't deliver? Like it just doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. Right? So it's just like... At, at the, the age of communication is here, man. Yeah. We have instant, instant lines of communication to everybody. Like everybody has a Twitter account. Everybody has social media. Everybody knows YouTube. And, and it's like there is there's no more waiting for my monthly episode or issue of Nintendo Power to come out and try to read what's going on in the industry. Like I you can tell us instantly at any point in time. So I don't understand why this this secrecy is even still a thing um i think so many companies are doing it successfully right and um blizzard i think needs to be a little more transparent and i get you know you're the top dog and you're scared of other people stealing your ideas or this or that it's you have to man after this i think you have to right so uh i also kind of want to touch i forgot we 
had it written down, but we haven't talked about it. Alan Adam goes back in a different Q&A panel. He says, uh, quote, we have many of our best developers working on new mobile tile titles across all of our IPs. And so what do you think when you hear that? They're trying to get money. It's it's just money to me at that point. Right. Like, what, what are they going to do? Make a mobile Overwatch? Like, they're going to put Overwatch on mobile like Fortnite? Sure. Was Fortnite, Fortnite on mobile even successful? Like, I, I, I can't, <laughs> I think I can't so. imagine. Any, like, I, I put it on my <laughs> iPad just because my kids wanted to play it. They played it for like 10 minutes and they were like, this sucks. You know yeah. what I mean? And they went back to their consoles sure. or, or PC. Um, Hearthstone's successful in the mobile market. Mm-hmm. That game's fun on the iPad mm-hmm. or iPhone. Um, I think I to me I, I feel like people are reading like way more into this than needs necessary. Like this is probably one of the number one comments I've seen on my my videos lately. So we have many of our best developers working on new mobile titles across all of our IPs, and so people are taking it as like, oh my god, they're taking all their best developers, like they're taking it verbatim and saying like we're throwing it at um our our mobile yeah. space. And like you get like you got to take a step back. Like they they're not gonna say. We're taking our shittiest developers and we're throwing them at mobile. Like they can't say <laughs> right. that. It's just, this is just company speech. So it's like when they say yeah. we're taking our best developers and we're throwing them at mobile. Like it's just a fucking handful of developers that they're putting on like mobile. Like a, like you guys are freaking out about nothing, basically. I don't. I I would be surprised if they're not gonna try to get more into the mobile space. And I think you know mobile has money, and so as long as mobile exists, that's fine. I think what what baffles me is why can't Blizzard hire developers for mobile? I don't understand. You have a Diablo team. Let them make Diablo. You have a World of Warcraft team. Let them make World of Warcraft. Hire new people to make your mobile games so it doesn't affect or influence any of the timelines with your current IPs. And then you're fine. And then you can say, hey. We're making mobile Overwatch, but it's by a new team of guys. Our current team is still making the current game you love. Sure. It's not going to screw with you at all. We're just giving you more product. And I think had had Diablo tried to do that, when they tried to say NetEase is making the game, but they didn't announce any other projects. And we're like, well, what the, what the hell have you been doing for the last six right. years? We no idea. You know, we don't have any content. So had they launched this right with Here's your new game. Here's Diablo 4. Our in-house guys are making Diablo 4. It's going to be baller. Um, and we hired NetEase to make Diablo Mobile because it's not going to screw with that team. We would have been cool. Yep. It would have been fine. Yep. It was just the way that they announced it. And and people are losing their minds. And rightfully so. Yeah. Like This is this is that transparency thing. Blizzard's got to come out. And I've, I've been saying this um, for, you know, ever since BlizzCon on my stream, people keep asking me, like, why? You know, I got people coming in stream. Why are you still playing Diablo 3? Sure. You know, you guys should boycott and not play it and this and that. You know, like, I still like Diablo 3. It's still a fun game. I'm still playing it. Um, but if they don't have something for us in the distant future, then why would I keep continue to play it? Sure. You know, why am I going to continue to play this? three months down the road when we don't have anything yeah, or six months down the road with, with no roadmap, no future at that point, it's going to be like, okay, well on to new things. Bye. You know? Yeah. Yep. Peace out. So yeah. Feels bad, man. It does. You know, 
And then it it sucks because like you know you, you you say like well I'm never gonna be one of those streamers. It's like oh fuck D three, I'm out. You know that make some YouTube video, make some big fiasco about it, and then you go to something like BlizzCon and you're like holy shit, like they really have no idea. Like they really have no idea what's going on. And that's mm-hmm. just like it's not that like okay your game hasn't gotten content in like a year, you know it's not so much that but it's just like it gives you no hope for the future, right. It's like if they're gonna do this to us now, like we 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 went through the drop for D two to D three, yeah. we went through the drop for D three till whatever the future project is, and then we got announced Immortals, which isn't really what we want. Why am I still investing in this company in this i in this intellectual property that I love? But it, it's like it's like that girlfriend that that keeps cheating on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like I love her, she's awesome, <laughs> but she keeps doing this one thing that I don't like a lot. Right. So it's, you know, why am I still doing this? You know, why, why am I not finding a new yeah. girlfriend? So, um, and I'm, I'm almost to that point. I'm not going to be that guy either that, that trashes, uh, the game. Cause I still like Diablo, yeah. man. I still love it. So I still play it. I still want to play it, but I want some content so bad. It's, it, it can't even describe right. how much I would be willing to pay for new Diablo content and then, way more than it would be worth. And there's just no reason for us not to know. You either need to tell us like, hey, you're, you guys are going to get some stuff or hey, guess what guys, you know, we put this on the shelf for now. Like you just got to tell us. You got to tell us one way or yep. the other. Like you just can't yep. keep pulling our chains. It's just insane. Anyways, Twitter questions? Uh, Twitter questions. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, The first question we have comes from Tabri Perez. He says, many Diablo fans have stated that after Blizz- after the BlizzCon catastrophe, they are abandoning Blizzard and moving on to games by companies who care more about the community. Will games like uh, Woken and Lost Ark uh, be the next big Diablo game? Or where people play others? Is that Steve? The others, uh, Is that sneaky Steve again? I, I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's promoting this game. That was a winded question, but... I don't think that those games have the backing to like Lost Ark maybe could do it. Um, I don't think any of the other ARPGs I've seen have the backing to be the next Diablo. I mean, they could be good games for what they are, but they don't have hundred million dollar budgets. You know what I mean? And I don't know what Diablo 4's budget is, but I, you know, Destiny 2, for example, the Destiny franchise had a $500 million budget for D1, D2. I don't know how they divvied that up. Sure. But that's that's big time money, right. man. And that Lost Ark has like $85 money. million or something. Yeah. So no slouch. I mean, it's it's crazy. Right. Um, but these I hope games, somebody... We, Wilson and, and Lost Epoch, Last Epoch, they just look like, you know, Grim Dawn. And then Grim Dawn's a great game for its own right. It's just like it's yeah. not on the same level. It's just not. It's not, it's not on be. the same level. Uh, I think PoE is still the biggest threat yeah, to, to Diablo, and and honestly, man, like I think, in, in my personal opinion, from the outside looking in as a non PoE player, because I have not invested any time in that game. Yeah, um, I don't hate on it. I think it's really cool, and I'm glad it exists for yeah. people. I think if they fundamentally did some engine changes and some some. Uh, graphic overhauls and just tweak some of their animations a little bit. It's not even about being pretty. I think the game has a look to it that still looks a little bit dated, more dated than Diablo 3. Um, not as good as Diablo 3. Sure. I think if they can make the game at least equal or better than Diablo 3, 
from a visual standpoint, that would suck me in instantly. I'm going to be like, all right, okay. let's, let's, what do we got? What are we doing here? Okay. Um, and I know that's petty, but sure. I think there's a lot of petty people out there like yeah. me that, that graphics matter. Like the, the visual look matters. Right. You know, so. Interesting. Um, I can get over a game having not the best graphics. Like when people say like, oh, why don't you play D2? Like I can't go that far. Like D2 yeah, I can't either. just looks like ass. Right, but <laughs> it does, right? <laughs> uh, but you look at you know PUE, it, it doesn't look fantastic, but like you know, the gameplay can make up for it. It's just like for me, the, you know, some of the gameplay mechanics don't make up for it, and that kills the game. Yeah. That's what kills the game. The graphics is like it's not the best, I don't love it, it just looks off. Like, right. I can't put my thumb on it exactly, but something about it just is like, man, I don't know, I don't really, I'm not feeling this, I'm not, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, Maester Mages says, what is your caffeinated beverage of choice for those days you're running on fumes? Which is every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we never sleep. Guys. I don't I drink coffee. I've been drinking more and more coffee lately than I usually do. Yeah, same. Um, that's my beverage of choice, I guess. I really love sweet tea. I don't drink it a lot. So weird. And, and, and if, if, I, if I was like one of those people that had the best metabolism in life, I would probably wake up and drink Pepsi every day for breakfast. Straight, but I like, never, ever, ever Pepsi. drink it. Okay. Just I would just grab a Pepsi and just kill it. That's crazy, um, too. I never, I used, when I was a pro gamer, I used to wake up in the morning and walk to my fridge, and I'd crack open a Mountain Dew. Like, that was yep. my breakfast. And I did that for Mountain like, Dew and Pepsi, man. I love them. I love them <laughs> so both. Gross. Uh, it's so hard to pick between them. But, like, I can't I, – I never, ever, ever drink soda because, mm. you know – I don't have that metabolism where I can eat what I want and stay skinny. Sure. Um, I, I have to watch what I eat, and I don't want calories in drinks. Right. I just drink water and then eat food. Yeah. So. I know. But I, I coffee. drink Coke Zero and coffee. Yeah. Coffee in the morning, Coke Zero at night. Yep. Coffee, like, really wakes uh, me up, so I try to stay away from it at night because then I can't sleep. What does? Coffee. coffee? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same for me. I won't drink coffee after 5 p.m. unless I know I'm going to stay up super late. Right. Like, on Fridays and Saturdays, I'll drink it. But other than that. I don't. I don't touch but it. Man, after there's five. nothing like the smell of coffee in the morning. I don't know what it is. It's mm-hmm. Great. Mm. I'm with you. Um, Onion, or I'm sorry. Taylor says, "What do you think of the D4 leak? The Kotika thing? Kotaka, Kotika, whatever it's called. Kotaka. I don't think. I don't know. Well, they. So there's this post. It's like, yeah, they were gonna come out with D4 at the same time, and then it's like, oh, I think every that was common knowledge. I mean, I assume that. So when they posted it, I was. I mean, yeah. Blizzard came out and denied it, but, you know, who knows? I mean, I think it's very viable. Like, it's a very plausible scenario of what could have happened. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Blizzard denied it. I, I agree. have to believe them, so. I think Diablo 4 was supposed to get announced, and that's why they hyped us up. And then something happened, and they couldn't hype us up anymore. Sure. So they put out that anti-hype statement, which was total BS, by the way. And then um, that's it. That anti-hype statement seems like, a cover for something like they knew what they did. I feel like they purposely hyped us up yeah. either to sell tickets yeah. or because they had something to show us. Sure. And um, to say that, well, we put out a statement to tailor, you know, to curb so expectations. Obvious. Evil things take Like longer. you did it two weeks before BlizzCon after everybody had yeah. already bought their tickets, man. That's yep. some, you, you know, you can't do that. And then, I don't know. That Anyways. that really burns me. That yeah. that seems like almost like a personal insult because yeah. it's like, dude, do you know how much we spent to yep. go to BlizzCon? Like no one could thousands, have spent less than a thousand bucks. Thousand bucks, man. The hotels alone were in, insane. And we split it yeah. in half. 
Yeah. Like thousand bucks. <laughs> thousand. It's, insane. it's like, come on, man. I, you know, I don't know. That that grinds my gears a lot because there's a lot of things I could have spent a thousand bucks on. Yeah. So, um, like Onion a new Killer phone says, for Diablo Immortal. I know. Uh, shit, that wouldn't even pay for that. Um, <laughs> a console is one ninety nine. By the way, Blizzard. In case you're not paying attention, one ninety nine for a Sony PlayStation Four on Black Friday, and uh, an iPhone ten is like what, eleven hundred? Yeah. I don't know. Just throw just throwing that out yeah. there. Um. Since Diablo, or I'm sorry, uh, Onion Killer says, what do you think Diablo Mortal Endgame will be? I think it'll kind of try to clone and the MMO feel more than the ARPG feel. So I would guess. Uh, I don't think it'll be as advanced as like gear score. I th- would think it'd just be like one tier of gear that you kind of mm-hmm. try to go for. Um, and that it's going to be, be doing doing dungeons. Yeah, dungeons. Uh, doing dungeons and then getting a drop chance off a boss at the end of the dungeon. Yeah. And then those drop chances will eventually give you powerful gear. And I think uh, that will be the play side of it. And I would be surprised if after that, once you get the drop you want, there will probably be some currency that you spend to increase that item in power. Mm-hmm. And then that's probably where monetization could potentially come creep into the game, which uh, I don't know, man. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Sure. So, I'm but curious, that's that's yeah. my guess. That's yeah. my guess. I'm genuinely curious how they're they're going to do or how much they could do in an end game, because I just feel like you know it it's freaking people out and it freaks me out that like this will be a Diablo title that doesn't have dynamically generated dungeons. Like what? Mm-hmm. Where's the replayability? Like is it you're doing the dungeon and like it's only eight or so that he announced at launch? And you yeah. get those eight to choose from and you're just grinding those. It's just like it seems they said like, they're going to drop content, frequent content updates. Yeah. So, I mean, if they could put out a new dungeon every couple weeks, I guess, sure. maybe. Knows, and then man. are they going to charge us for them? Or are they going to be free? Like, I, I don't know, man. Don't that's know. kind of the weird part. Like, it's, that's that's how this. There's so this many is still potential such red a flags, big, right? So many moving parts that they have to line up yeah. still. So it's crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Grimsong says, since Diablo Immortal is going to be considered a MMO ARPG, uh, do you think they'll expand on the skill synergies to work with each other's classes skills? Example being Wizard's Ray of Frost being able to empower the Necro's Golem into a Frost Golem. I think those are really cool ideas. Yeah, I don't think so. That'd be so. a dope idea. Yeah. That'd be really, really cool. Yep. I'd um, love to see that in I, games. Yeah. I would too. Anything that like, you know, combos or 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 class synergies like that yeah. where your ability does something to your partners right. would be so cool, you know? Right. And imagine like so. you're not, so you got your skills, right? And so they all interact with each other. And then on top of that, interact with like other people in your party. You've just like basically yeah. took taken your five skills or whatever you have and you've just like multiplied them. So you have like basically kind of like 30 skills you have. Act- I mean, some crazy enumerated. Crazy number. Like, yeah. Yeah. That would be, that'd be really cool. Be and really and cool. something like, you know, it just goes back to like this is on mobile though. Right. So how so much power do they have? You're gonna have to man. take in connections into account. Like this is on mobile, man. People are gonna be playing on crappy cell phone service. Yeah. You know, the amount of disconnects and and things issues you're gonna have. Right. Um, it, it's just gonna be insane. So yeah. Um, and then fear the deer says, should we uh, bl- fans of Blizzard? really continue to play games they develop when they've made their 
goals more than clear at BlizzCon, money at all costs? That's a a tough question, man. It's a tough question. Um, That's something that every person has to decide. Yeah. I think. That's something we struggle with, I think, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I still like Diablo 3. I still play the game. I play a game because I like it. I mean, I want to support people in this and that. But when it comes down to it, all of us work hard for our money. Yeah. Nobody is given money. So I'm working hard for my money. I want to spend my money on things that bring me enjoyment. If a game makes me happy, I play the game. I pay for the game. If a game doesn't make me happy, I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to pay for it. Um, so that's how I suggest you do it, man. If you hate the this announcement and you don't want to play their games anymore, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. When D4 launches, if you think it looks cool, buy it. Yeah. And if not, pay GGG. I don't know. <laughs> you know, do do what makes you uh, happy. Hopefully, Smilegate by that point. Right, man. So, um, that's pretty much it. That's all, all right. we got. Right on. Damn, it's just like it's crazy. So like you know, we, the weeks leading up to the podcast uh, and to BlizzCon, you know, like the 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 activity on Reddit on the forums, like the the highest upvotes you would see is like maybe like two hundred or something. Like two hundred is a really good number for a Diablo Reddit. And now even we're getting even like, a positive upvote yeah, yeah. on Reddit in Diablo directory was insane. And now we're in a time where it's just like, man, I feel like. People more so than ever, like when they come, I don't know if it's true for you, but when they come hang out with your stream, they just like want to talk about Diablo. They don't really even care that you're playing Diablo. They just want to like talk about Diablo. So it's just really such a crazy time right now. We're in a spot right now where, um, and and I think somebody even said this on Reddit where they, they said, I enjoy reading about Diablo more than I enjoy playing Diablo. Like I'm enjoying all of this craziness that's going like not enjoying it, but they're, they're enthralled in it, you know, they're into it. Um, and it's, it's kind of the same, man. I mean, I still have my, my same regular crew. I can say personally that this has impacted my stream. Um, like this whole Diablo immortals thing. Uh, a lot of my regular guys are like, man, I just don't want to play Diablo anymore. I don't care. Sure. And they, they come hang out for a little bit, but the, the, uh, it it's definitely hurt. At first, you know, everybody wanted to hear my thoughts and opinions for the first couple of days, yeah. and then now it's just kind of like they're like, you know what, screw screw Blizzard. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to play Diablo three. I want nothing to do with it. Sure. So, um, feels bad. It does. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It definitely brought um, awareness. There are people that didn't even probably know Diablo existed before this that are getting in <laughs> on it, and like uh, a thing that I got so. <laughs> Um, since Destiny is on the Activision or the Blizzard launcher, right? Activision Games. Yeah. Uh, a Destiny content creator that I watch was asked to make a new player guide for all the people that are coming in for Destiny being free right sure. now. So they made that and then it got featured on the Blizzard launcher. Cool. And then people were cussing out this Diablo content creator about Diablo Immortal. A destiny and this person content is creator? Said, a destiny okay, okay. content creator made a destiny video that was featured on the battle.net launcher 
and their comment section was full of fuck Diablo Immortal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And they've never played Diablo in their life. Right. So it's just it's this is like the blowback from this right. is insane. I think it's, there's it's, there's an interview out there with like one of the head honchos at GGG where he's like, this is like this is a crazy thing right now. Like it's it's one of the first times like internet in real life has kind of meshed and they've like joined forces and to create this like very big controversy you know so it's like more normally yep. it's like yeah okay people on the internet will freak out for like you know a couple of days or whatever and then like it just simmers down but now it's like <laughs> this is just on a whole new level yeah it's crazy man yeah it's crazy so i mean we'll see where this ends up um yeah. i i think blizzard has a very small window to save face and i think that they really need to get us some content whether it's diablo 3 Season sixteen PTR notes, something like they they need to give us something. Sure, I, they probably will tomorrow, right? I mean, that's the way it usually <laughs> yeah, works. After the podcast, after yeah. the podcast, yeah, we'll get some patch notes tomorrow. I hope. Uh, so we'll have next week to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think bare minimum, they just need to tell us what's going on. They just need to tell us. Yeah. Hey, well, how hard is that? This is what we're working on multiple on. projects. This is what tell we. Us this is what we do every day here at Blizzard. What the fuck working are you guys doing? <laughs> working on Diablo 2 Remastered. Maybe, maybe You're not there's working like a on Diablo 3. Come on. What are you doing? Maybe there, maybe there's like a bunch of dudes and they're just like, they're like fucking, yeah. I don't know, yeah, playing, maybe, uh, they're yeah. playing Halo they're playing or something. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. Well, like what? Yeah, if they say Fortnite like, oh, we're like working on Diablo 3. I'd be like, you guys suck at programming. What do you mean you're working on Diablo 3? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. And maybe that's why playing, they don't tell us. Playing Halo, they're having Halo tournaments yeah. every day, pizza parties, and like watching Game of Thrones in their fucking pajama pants. Or they're playing and mobile shit. games. Know. They're all playing Candy Crush yeah. or something. Instead of <laughs> like, programming. Instead of making Diablo three, this Candy Crush is really good. Let's right. let's do that instead. So interesting, man. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got, I believe. Yep. Believe so. So, yeah. if you guys want to find more of me, my name is the P Child. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere at the P Child. Yeah, yeah, and I am a Lord Fluffy underscore in between. Double those underscores on the Twitter. On the Twitterverse. Cool. And we'll see you guys I'm gonna next be, week, dude. Yeah, we'll be back next week. I'm going to be going live right here, and you're keeping your stuff going. So yeah, yeah. see you guys soon. See you guys soon. Maybe, baby. <laughs>